2: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus.
0: West Cork Beard Company. Make beard oil and beard balm for a strong, healthy, great-looking beard. Handmade from all natural ingredients in Conakilty, West Cork. Check out their YouTube channel for beard care tips and advice. Or catch them online at westcorkbeardcompany.ie
2: For Gooners everywhere, this is
0: the ultimate football app for you. For match highlights, interviews and the best Arsenal videos and podcasts. Download the free Gunners app now from the App Store and Google Play. Good evening and welcome to the same old Arsenal team talk. I am your host as ever, Dan Potts, and I am delighted to be joined by three very special guests indeed. First of all, please welcome my favourite Gunner girl, Sophie. How are you doing, Soph?
3: I'm doing good, Dan. I'm looking forward to this one. These two guys are two of my favourites and when they get together, it's always interesting. So looking forward to this one.
0: Yeah, man, I really am looking forward to this, to be fair. Always a pleasure to have you on as well, though, So, Thank you. Joining us again, fan of the show, great friend of the show, Arsenal legend, Mr. Super Kevin Campbell. How you doing, KC?
1: Oh, I'm good, man, I'm good. Listen, you see this guy here? Oh, sorry, that guy there? (laughs) I've known him a long time, man, and he's a top, top fella. So it's great to have him on and great to be on with you, Dan.
0: Cheers. Thanks a lot, Casey. And uh, well, someone who needs no introduction, ex-Wimbledon and Newcastle legend, Warren Barton. Warren, how you doing, mate? I'm very
2: well, my friend. It's a little bit hot here at the moment. Uh, uh, sun, uh, he's going to rub it in. He's going to rub it in. He loves see, that. <laughs> I can see Kev, Kev sitting there with a big puffer jacket on. Oh, I've only got the shorts on. I've got a oh, pair of Speedos dude. and a T-shirt on, but a oh, pleasure God. to be on. Absolute pleasure. <laughs> man thanks so
0: much for coming on Warren I uh, really much appreciated mate and uh I can't say that I'm not jealous it looks absolutely beautiful where you are man it's freezing where I am so uh let's get on with it. we've got a lot to talk about guys um it would be rude not to mention last night if I'm gonna come to you wasn't the best of games that we've seen this season we've seen a lot of dross at times but last night at times it was a dead football game again um Losing Kieran Tierney was a bit of a shock to everybody. And my God, did we miss him, in my opinion, one of the most important players this season. And it really did show for me. Um, what did you make of it last night, Soph?
3: Yeah, it was um, It was not. It was not a great game. First half, it, I just thought Crystal Palace did their job brilliantly. They were well organised, a typical Roy Hodgson performance. Um, you know, two banks of four in that first half. found We found it so hard to break down and find a killer pass. I think losing Tierney stifled Saka and and also ESR a lot. The movement was a bit too slow with Xhaka and Ceballos in midfield, and so we lost a little bit that the, the, that dynamism that we had in those previous games, Dan. And mm. you know it's it's a bit it's a bit of a bummer that we we that we weren't able to to score. The positive is we came um, uh, you know kept a clean sheet. Leno did really well to make that double save again right before. Half time. I was hoping we could keep the momentum going and carry on the win, the winning run. You know, maybe go on a 22 game unbeaten run like a previous manager. We knew it was going to come. We
0: knew it was going to come.
1: Same same but me, you know that, (laughs) do (laughs) not you?
3: It was just disappointing. It would have been great uh, to get the win, but in the end, I thought actually we were lucky to get the draw.
0: Yeah, listen, I'm going to come to you, KC, because you know that me and Sofa have still not totally convinced with the Arteta situation. I see last night just a bit of confusion. I was just a little bit confused about what the players were asked to do. I didn't really see a style and still I'm not seeing a style. What do you make of what's happening of late? We can't be too negative, you know, because it's five games where we haven't lost a game now. But of course, I'm still scratching my head wondering where this team's going, KC.
1: Yeah, look, I, I we're still in transition, Dan, if we're honest. I, I think the, the key to it was yeah, Roy Hodgson did um play 4-4-2. four, four, two. Four two banks of four is very difficult to break down if you cannot get down the outside. And when we did get down the outside, especially on the left hand side, Maitland Knowles isn't a natural left footer. So when we got mm-hmm. down there, he put a couple behind the goal where they were in good positions. If it was Turner, he would have come onto them. And you're expecting a good ball in, so we got an opportunity to score. You, you obviously you don't get those opportunities, and then they they game plan, they adjust, and they done really well. They listen. We were lucky in the end to 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 keep a clean sheet because you know if it weren't for Leno and the woodwork, you know we were probably could uh, going into that halftime a goal down or whatever. So it weren't the greatest performance. I understand that. Look, Maitland-Niles is. Has come in for the first time in a while. And he looked a bit rusty. I've got to say that he did look a bit rusty. His passing was off a little bit. And some of the some of the players was was a bit off. There's been a lot of football played, but that is no excuse, obviously. Um, because it can happen. But the fact of the matter is we've got to give credit to the opposition. They just stifled us. And in the end, you know, you take a point. We're still unbeaten, Sophie. Let me tell you, we're still unbeaten. It's not gone. So, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you she mentioned 22 maybe games Warren, unbeaten. Maybe, maybe Warren no, will have my
3: back on this one. Yeah, I don't know. You
1: mentioned <laughs> 22 games unbeaten. Was all them games wins? No, they, some of them were went- drawn.
3: But we still went on an unbeaten run. And that yeah, but we're unbeaten. It. That's what I'm saying. We're five unbeaten. Look, when we when we were invincible, we drew some games that we should have lost, but we took it. You know, it's yeah, the results that we matter. We didn't
1: lose, Sophie. That's what I'm saying. We didn't
3: lose. I so, see what you mean. Yeah. So, know.
1: you know what? We dust ourselves down and we, we, we try and pick up and we try and do his mob.
3: <laughs> That's you know right. that, that, that
1: won't do be hard. I
2: think us four can beat that mob. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: <won't> be <laughs> <art>. <laughs> nah, you know what, um, we'll I, Dan? And by the way, Warren's a gooner, a big gooner.
0: Yes. Massive Gona. There we go. Yeah. There we go. So that's a good way, good way place to start. He's part Shout of the South London
3: Massive, Dan. He's part of the South London south Massive. London.
2: North <laughs> London. I was born in Islington. Stoke today. Yeah. I don't his his go brother. south of the man. river. <laughs> I don't go down there. <laughs> no, I know country. how to get the bandit, bandit country over it there, mate. Make, it makes me shiver when I think of south <laughs> of the river. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> shout
0: out. Shout out to Harry Simi in the chat. Uh, top lad, please go and follow Harry on uh, Twitter and go and follow on YouTube, Chronicles of Aguna. Uh, great panellist on Same Old Arsenal. It says, great show, great guests. Keep up the good work, Dan. Thank you very much, Harry. Warren, let's come to you. Let's talk about you, a bit about the Arsenal and your point of view because... Things with Arteta are a little bit hit and miss. You speak to the Arsenal fan base, it's very, very 50-50 as uh, we don't trust this guy or yet we believe in this guy. There seems to be a lot of fans that do love him. They love what what it means to wear an Arsenal shirt and that he understands. They love the FA Cup victory, but fans like me and Sophie are just a little bit confused and not quite convinced yet. What's your take on it and what do you make of Arsenal this season? Because it's not been a great start.
2: I think going to Crystal Palace game, it was a a reality check and I think, I'm trying to go in between both of your guests here and say you should be beating Crystal Palace. Arsenal should be beating Crystal Palace. So, I know Kev's saying, well, it's a clean sheet and, you know, it's a good point in the end, particularly when they hit the crossbar but or the, on the uh, the woodwork. But I think when you look at Arsenal as they are as a club, um, they should be beating these teams. If I go back to the Chelsea game with the, you know, the, the um, if you like, the, the fantastic free kick and then a, a fluky cross-come-shot goal, Arteta was in a situation where... He couldn't bring Ozil back. There's no way he could do that. I mean, people are asking for him to come back. I think a lot of Arsenal fans have said, look, enough's enough. He can go and go wherever he wants to go and good riddance. But he was pushed into a corner to play a lot of the young players. Um, I don't think he really wanted to do it, but they've come out and they've done well. But like Kev will tell you, any young player will, will hit a wall sooner rather than later. And maybe yesterday was that game because the, the expectations are high. It should be high at Arsenal Football Club. Arteta is is, is been in this situation as a as a player uh, with, with Wenger and he's trying to emulate what maybe Pep did at Man City. Well, he's not going to be Pep Guardiola. He's got to be his own man. And I've said this before with Sophie and, and Kev. I think he's been he's in, in a situation where he's, he doesn't know whether to play the senior players, play the younger players. But again, what I said before the Chelsea game, he played the younger ones and they sort of got on the roll. And I think what was disappointing yesterday, you think Palace is there for the taker. I know Roy... Hudson has done a good job. It's solid. It's nice and compact. And I don't want us to be disrespectful, but if you're saying Tierney is going to be your, your, your best player and going to change the game, when you've got a La Lagazette, other players, that's not Arsenal at the moment. But like I said, maybe that's a reality check for everybody because mm. we got behind Arteti, won the FA Cup. It was all right. Like, this is going to be it. We've got players. People are smiling. Aubameyang's gone off the ball. Uh, Kev will tell you as a Oh no, can I rephrase that Kev never went off the ball like that. He's gone right off the ball. And he doesn't look like he's gonna score. He looks a shadow of the player he was towards the end of last season. He needs to take a bit of responsibility. La Gazette had a good chance, blazes it over the crossbar. So it's a it's a reality check of where Arsenal are because the the younger players that have come in, Nate Miles as as Kevin rightly said, is predominantly right-footed. He's still learning the game, he's still trying to get into it. Saka is another one that, you know, wants to do well. But he's a young player and going to hit a wall. They're going to come good. But the senior players from me yesterday let you down because they're the ones that you need after four or five games of getting good results, go and get another one. That's what made the Invincibles the Invincibles because they was driven on by the team, not by Wenger. It was driven on by the people in that team and to go on and be successful. And I think the senior players now take need to take a bit of responsibility because the young guns got back in there got a bit of momentum, got some results, but they're gonna get they're gonna hit a wall sooner rather than later. And that's when the other players need to stand up. Arteta is still learning on the job, Kev, okay, for me. I think he's still trying to find, he looks at his staff, he looks around, he he looks a bit shell-shocked sometimes. I think he, he it happens quickly so well for him, it's like, oh, this is gonna be it. It's not. And he's got to adjust, and he's got to go forward. But there's no doubt he's got the personnel, he's got the players. But going back, I still there's still a question mark. The honeymoon's over; it's a reality check. And maybe these senior players that we thought was as good as we think, like world class, maybe they're not world class players because it, they are where they are. But that confidence they got from the Chelsea game showed you the potentials there. But Kevin will tell you when you when the when you need your big players in a difficult, horrible game where players are making it difficult. They're showing you inside. There's bodies all over the place. You need one of your big players to step up. And unfortunately for Arsenal, they they didn't have that yesterday. Um, And credit to Palace, but I'm looking at that going like Sophie and saying it should be five games now winning rather than four and a point. But, you know, maybe it equals itself out. But I I just think there's a reality check for everybody because the the jury's still out with him. and, And he's got to, I think with Arteta, he's got to not be Pep. He's got to be himself.
0: Yeah, listen. I think it's spot on. I think uh, certainly me and Sophie and Casey, over the last few weeks, months, have said that we've been let down by senior players. And to be fair, senior players that aren't even on the pitch have let us down previously to that as well. I take Granite Chaka for example. Last night, for everything he did that was fantastic, there was a clumsy foul. For everything that he did was great on the ball, he was awful off the ball. Bellerin going forward, so frustrating. Could not cross you know, uh, at all yesterday. But going, getting forward and getting in those attacking positions so people think he had a good game. I'm looking at these seniors letting me down like Aubameyang, who started to work a little harder, but it's still the bare minimum, in my opinion. Lacazette, I think he had about seven or eight touches throughout the whole of that game. He was just not in it. Go and get the ball. And I think that where I was looking for Arteta was, where's your answers here? They're man-marking Smith-Rowe. They're man-marking Lacazette. They can't get into this game. And his answer was to throw Eddie on again. And I'm just thinking, I need to see something different here. Give me something, give me something more. Now mm-hmm. it might be that he hasn't got those options on the bench that he wants. It might be that. But just for me, Pepe and Eddie, it's just it's just deflating to see them come on. Sophie, let's come to you. What what more can Arteta do at the moment with these personnel?
3: I think, you know, Arsenal have become, there's a different Arsenal. We talked about this on our pod the other night. There's the Arsenal that were at Highbury and there's the new Arsenal that moved to the Emirates. And they're two completely different cultures, two completely different DNAs. They are not the same teams because we moved on and walked into a situation where we bought certain players who maybe have been slight from the sense of strong mentality and also physicality as well. So we inherited, and he's inherited a mess. Unai Emery was the one that really inherited the mega mess because taking over from a, you know, a, a legendary coach is not easy. Look what's happened at Manchester United. Maybe Ole now has, you know, found himself a lucky formula. How they're top of the league is beyond many fans, but he's been able to get there. So you you may kind of stop and say, well, can Arteta get there? they have much better talent they've got a much better squad and they've spent a lot more money than we have i think for me last night the thing that i found really glaring and and something that arsenal fans need to pull the put the brakes on is complaining that we missed tierney this is a team game it's not an individual game and to collapse or feel like we we didn't and weren't able to beat crystal palace because we didn't have tierney at left back is not the Arsenal way, but this is the new Arsenal way. And so for Mikel Arteta, he's trying to reinvent the culture and rebuild the DNA. And that is really hard when you have had to get rid of or have inherited plays like Kolasinac, Mustafi, Chambers, Ozil. You know, there's still a lot of, I would call it, you know, vengerites that are around that he needs to remove completely in order for him to build the team in his image and every great manager but what is the team in their know. image what
2: is his image Kev I, I look at
3: Arsenal. that's a great that's I a good question like, like I said, brilliant what, question
2: what is his image you know what what is he going for you know you looked you said about um, ollie at man they've gone for young athletic players it looks like from from an outside mm-hmm. i look at arsenal what are, what is arteta's Team. What would style? It look like? What is his style? Yeah. What is his team? Well, was, even, are they going to be athletic? Are they going to be passers? Are they going to be uh, great question? Yeah, you know, intelligent player. What are they going to be?
1: You know, it's... they're going to be a combination. But what we have got to remember is uh, Warren. He hasn't. He hasn't got the transfer fund, Kitty, to go out and actually get acquire the players that he
2: needs. He has to must, box Kev... clever. Yeah, he... and But Kevin, you would look at that team, and it's a mixture of what. There is. Is it? Are they passers? Are they going to play a holding midfield player? Are they going to press up front? Are they going to be athletic and dynamic? Are they going to sit back? You know, you know when you played well, against an Arsenal team like the Invincible, you knew what you was getting. When you played against, you know, Wenger's team towards the end, it was pass, move, intricate football. But I haven't seen it. Like I said, he won the no, trophy. Warren, and I'm not sure what we're going. Warren,
1: what I will say is this: Mikel Arteta wants to play a pressing game. We'll do it problem the problem is <laughs> oh, no 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 uh, here's the problem the
2: problem is he doesn't have the horses but you can't what you're telling me kev is that yep. you can't say to a Lagazet, lagazette and if it's pepe or whoever it is on Nathan Miles on that right hand side or William who's been hugely disappointing, I want you to press up front you're you're telling me them players couldn't do that it's like so when you went with George Graham yeah. You had George Graham, and then he said, right, I'm gonna get it forward. Then Wenger come and play it in and play around. Warren, you could Warren, you
1: could adapt. Warren, this is the issue. We have seen them do it. This is the problem. We have seen them do it in the FA Cup. But you know as well as I do, in order to do it week in, week out, it takes a lot of effort. It takes a different mindset than just turning up and playing because you have to be disciplined and everything. And I personally don't think, I think the manager's been shocked at and and let down at the application of the experienced players. Normally, it's experienced players helping the youngsters reach to a level. Mm. It's the youngsters helping the experienced players get to a level. It will never work. That will never work. So what does Mikel Arteta do? He he wants to play a certain way, but the experienced players ain't doing it. He's not going to drop all the experienced players, that's for sure. He's got to play some of them, and we've seen. I mean, our best player yesterday was Granite Jacker, and for me, he shouldn't even be in the side. You got a major that, problem. That, that tells you that, <laughs> that exactly. You that got tells, a
2: major problem,
1: <laughs> right? I, for me, for me, Warren, and I'll tell you this, and I'll tell everybody, and you can put it in the chat, whatever you want. The game against Newcastle in the cup shone the light on exactly what our problem is. Because you put inexperienced players in and you kept the kids on the bench with Lacazette and Xhaka and they couldn't do anything. You brought the kids on to save the game and luckily in in extra time they saved the game. But against an experienced Crystal Palace side, and yeah, Kieran Tierney isn't a game changer but, but yeah, we I, I, did miss him. Yeah. We did miss him because no one could do what he does on the left-hand side. This is our this is our Arsenal fans clutching up the straws now. Oh, we missed it. Yeah, we did miss him. He's not a match winner, but we did miss him.
2: But what's see, frightening for me, Kev, when you just said there, the, the players at Arsenal Football Club, the Arsenal, can't yeah. comprehend that every game is a is a is a big game for Arsenal. No. They're, They're not, not able hard. to man, mentally. Legazette, so you're saying that Legazette, you've looked at Legazette as a striker. He can't turn it on every week, pressing high up the field. No. That's a big... Con- if I'm Arteta, I'm thinking mm. I'm better off playing the kids because at least I can keep screaming at them exactly. and they're going to run well, and they're going to press and they're going to work hard and they're going to listen to what I'm saying. If Legazette can't press against Crystal Palace like he did against, say, uh, Man United or Liverpool mm. when he wants to play against the big... Then he shouldn't be at Arsenal. And I like Legazette. I think he can play.
1: Warren... I think Lacazette can do it when he's got the youth around him. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's got a lot of... Got yeah, Aubameyang, Aubameyang, <laughs> Aubameyang, Aubameyang. Sorry, he's, his level has dropped. We all know that. He, for me, he can't do it. Unless you are giving the best gun, the bullets, to score, he's, 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 being a team player, playing on that left, yeah, we got something out of him in the FA Cup last season and he scored goals. But now is the reality. Now is the reality where he's Katie, He was only
3: one off winning the golden boot hey. last season. Yeah. But yeah. this
1: is, what I'm, no, but this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. We know he's done it before in the past, but now it's, this is what I want you to do. And don't forget, opposition adjust to him because they know if we if we stop Abamyang. I don't think Lacazette can beat us. I don't think Pepe can beat us. So what we're going to do is we're going to make sure they can't knock that long ball over the top so he could use his speed. And what have Arsenal got? Arsenal play sideways. Doom, doom, doom,
2: doom. We're predictable. But you look at Aubameyang, who, who everyone was saying when he was at Dortmund, he played predominantly down the middle. And then he would like to drift outside. And for, for that type of player, the age that he is, the captain of the football club, and he's nowhere near it. And I don't want anyone to get on my case and say this. but no, he but, is. Henri. nowhere Henry, near it. When we played against Henri, it didn't take me too long to work out that he's <laughs> rapid and he can beat me. It didn't take too long. So I used to run as fast as I can backwards so there was no space. Yes. What, what, what would Terry do? Terry would come and get it. Henri, he would move. He would get inside. He'd play a little combination. Then I would start getting attracted to him. And then he would go behind. A bangyang just accepts that there's no space in behind. Hey, so hey, I Warren do, Warren, I'm stay Warren. Out there and just keep laying it back.
1: Warren. Aubameyang's a quality striker, but he's mm. no Thierry No, no I made. know
2: that and I hold my hand. Right. Up, I, I that, said that but he's still intelligent and old enough that he ain't working there's no space. So I'm going to come and get the ball and at least try and move like we're saying. There was a lot of s- static static yes. the around.
0: KC, yes. let me ask you this as a, as a, as an ex striker. If you're going through a spell like Yang is now, what is it that you need to improve? Do you need a timeout to realise, hang on a minute, this is not going well for me? Do you need to have that faith in yourself? Do you need no, that Sam, confidence Sam, boost? Do you know what Sam, I mean? You know hard, what? Do you know
1: what? Do you know what I need? Do you know what the, I need? The ball. Warren. I need the ball when I want it. Yeah, make things
2: happen, Kev, Kev, you would. You, if it yeah, wasn't yeah, well, but, be you, Kev, you, yeah, you would like. Yeah, make yeah but
1: Warren, Warren, this is what I will say. And yes, Aubameyang has been off it. I get that. But let me just tell you this. You know, sometimes when you watch on TV, you don't get, you don't get the full picture like when you're there live. I, was, I went to the Brighton game. I was pit side. And I was up in the stand and I was watching Aubameyang. And the amount of runs Aubameyang made where players could play him the ball into space mm-hmm. and they looked at it and played it safe. Mm-hmm. Played it safe. Now, Warren... The bottom line is, you know uh, Tier Renry's quicker than you, but if Tier Renry never got the ball, your day's it. You've got an easy day, haven't you? But the problem is I when love, they start knocking... Lo-
3: Warren's <laughs> man of the match, man. man. <laughs> i, yeah, but, I but, never had one ma- against
1: him. <laughs> yeah, but you know what, Rowan? When they start knocking it in behind you, that's a defender's nightmare. Because oh, yeah. now, now you've got to race him. And he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's one of the quickest around. Unfortunately, Arsenal just unfortunately hold he... on, hold on, Sophie. Just hold on one second. Unfortunately, Abama Yang doesn't get the ball when he needs mm-hmm. it. And you, there's a saying in football, Warren, and you back me up on this: when you don't get the ball, the striker ends up stop running. Mm-hmm. He ends up stop running because he doesn't get the ball. So when the striker stops running, they don't play the ball because he's not running. He's been running, but they never played the ball in the first place. So it's something that they're going to have to put right on the training pitch. That's the only place I could see it. Or get players who are going to play that ball. Sorry, Sophie.
3: No, I was just going to say, then, why did he sub when he brought on Thomas Party? Why did he Why did he take off Ceballos, the one person okay. that was gone? Gun- ah, thanks, Mr. Barton. I said, I
2: said that to my son. I said, you bring it on him. who's another, I think, a, a destroyer holding player. Let's get... At least he can find a pass. But Kev, that's a great point. We don't see that. Mm. I don't see that Bamiyang making these runs. The only thing I would say is keep doing it. It's then it's down to the end. Yeah, you have to keep doing it. It's hard. That's hard. hard. Yeah. But again, you want someone, a creative player. Why take off someone who, again, a team that's going to Mm. pin back? Why do you need two Shaka and hold a midfield player? I don't know why you need that. Take him off, Shaka, because it ain't happening for him, and put another one on that can get a little bit further up the field that can find that pass. Hey, let's be that honest, Shaka be-
1: was our best player yesterday, so maybe he just. Uh, going back to he- my
2: first thing, that's your biggest problem. Yeah, And, that, <laughs> I, agree, it is and I agree, and I agree. Is that is the biggest tackle.
1: problem.
0: Granit Xhaka is the best midfielder we got. Let that sink in. That is unbelievable. I mean, not he's obviously not Dad. Thomas, yesterday. Thomas yesterday, is, Yeah, <laughs> Granit Xhaka, I mean, listen, I don't want to go into Granit Xhaka because I get slated about the abuse I give him. I just don't rate the guy. I've got to bring this super chat in. Kev will come to you. Me and Soph have touched on this a few weeks ago. Casey, my son, your, uh, your son scored against me on FIFA. <laughs> AFC should sign in. Great podcast. Keep up love oh. from LA. Um, We're going to come into this next Super chat because uh oh have I or have I lost it now? Oh, here we go. What's Kevin and Warren's opinion on the training and the training pitches? Because they are awful with our injury record. We're seeing again, Casey, that Pablo Marie, Kieran Tierney, Thomas Party's hardly played for us. Does Russ have a point here? Because for the last no. eight years, Russ <laughs> has been talking about this. What what is it to do with our injuries? Has oh, it got I've anything listened. to
1: do with this? I know, Russ, and Russ, (laughs) behave yourself, will you? Arsenal's Arsenal's training ground is like a bowling green. It's nothing to do with the pitches. It is Pablo Mari's been playing, so there's maybe a little bit of fatigue there. Remember, he's been out. Martinelli's been out a long time. He's just coming back, so you're going to... It's always harder. When you come back, you get the initial uh, lift of being back, and then when everything starts to settle down, that's when all the tightness starts to kick in, etc. So don't worry about it too much, um, Russ, Guna Russ. Honestly, it's not the training pitches. It's just the condition of the player sometimes. You have to be a little bit careful. (laughs) We've got one more.
0: Thank you very much, all of you, for your kind donations to the podcast. It is much appreciated. Um, In your opinion, what is more important, a solid backup goalkeeper or a playmaker like Buendea if there would only be one transfer done in January? Believe it or not, guys, the transfer window is open. Not that we would know it because it's two weeks in, and yet again, we have done nothing at all, which always winds us up. Warren, let's come to you on that. What's your opinion on Arsenal? Because we brought in Runnerson and he had an absolute disaster against Man City in the League Cup. Leno, I always think he's great, and I still believe he's great, but I still believe there's a creative midfielder needed above anything else. Would you agree with that?
2: Yeah, I'd go with a midfield player. I think if you can say to a goalkeeper, you know, you might have to play every game. He's got more chance of doing that. And Leno looks a good athlete. He looks a good professional. Um, yeah, you, you you maybe need a backup goalkeeper, but, you know, hopefully you can go along and say, touch wood that Leno's never going to be injured for longer than a week or whatever, if it is, or rest him in a game. There's no doubt, I think, it's on the field that you need someone. Again, maybe looking, and I don't know, uh, but like a younger goalkeeper, you know, one of the 23s or someone that's coming through, Um, I'm going to buy someone, you know, that's not something. I think it's more offensively that you need someone to go out there and play. But, you know, Arsenal fans are going to say, well, create midfield player. We're paying someone £350,000 a week and he's sitting there. So, you know, that's another thing that they may come up and say. But I definitely, I think it's more of a creative player. Um, And just just some new faces, because sometimes, as I said at the moment, the honeymoon's over, they've done well. Just one or two new faces around the stadium can help you out.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with that. Casey. what about yourself? Transfer window, we have to do something, in my opinion. It is important that we get outgoings as well as incomings because there is a lot of poison still at the club, in my opinion. Uh, well, one has in gone, he? That's one out. That's a good out that, as far as I'm concerned. So,
1: so we, we have done something. It's not incoming. <laughs> as, as Sophie would say, don't let the door hit you on the way out, right, Sophie? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, look, th- the bottom line of it is, Mikel Arteta and they have to get to work. They have to get to work because as Warren rightly said, and we all agree, if Jack is our best player yesterday, something's up and there has to be a turnover. We can't keep relying on the kids. Yeah, they are very good and they're talented, but we can't keep relying on them. We need new blood in. We need creative players and we need we need people with a better attitude. We need people who are going to uh, stick to the plan. When they cross that white line, they're going to fight. They're going to tackle. And even if you're not playing well, you're still going to chase and harass defenders. Because I think that's what happened when Martinelli, Saka and smith Rowe linked up with Lacazette against Chelsea. Chelsea couldn't
2: believe the energy that we had at the top mm-hmm. end of the pitch. Kev, why, why wouldn't you play them as well? Uh, I would maybe then, if I am a setter, say, we can't really afford at the moment to get the players we want, or there's no way around with the you know, uh, COVID and the situation. Why wouldn't you say, right, these kids, I'm going to give you 10 games. Get your head around it. I'm going to have a discussion with a five or six year. You're going to be involved. So make sure you prepare yourself. You're the same as me. What was we? 18, 19, 20 playing. We didn't say you're going to get a rest. You just kept, no, play, you kept playing for it. And I know the game's different. I, no, the no,
1: Warren, but, Warren, but the game ain't different. The game ain't different in a sense. But I think with Martinelli, he's been mm-hmm. out long term. Mm-hmm. So you have to be a bit careful yeah. with him. Okay. I mean, when you look at Smith, Rowe and Saka, they're in the team. There's mm-hmm. no messing around. And I believe if Martinelli was fit, he would mm-hmm. be in the team. Because but he no, brings something that... Abama Yang and, and others don't have he's got an energy it's, he's got an energy in abundance.
2: Nathan Miles, would you not throw him longer? Like you said, he played, he comes in, he plays him out of position. You can end up losing him a little bit. Set right him not? up yeah. to tail last yeah. night Yeah, Definitely.
1: And do you know what? And do you know what? He, I love he getting
2: hasn't... Kevin going. I love getting him going, what? Take that jacket He off, hasn't, he up, hasn't, he
1: like, hasn't let no. he hasn't let anybody down. No. He hasn't let anyone down. Yeah, no. he was a little bit off yesterday with his passing, but he's still grafted hard. He's still done okay. Um, just, just his passing. But do you know what? If you're playing once every four or five weeks or exactly. four or five games, what do you expect? He's not going to hit the ground badly. running.
0: This is what is baffling to me. We've been left in a situation now where we have three right-backs in the club and one left-back. So Maitland-Niles is going over to play on his on the left side. He's not played for, what, four weeks, four games, whatever you want to call it. And Cedric plays against Newcastle. I was baffled. I'm thinking, where is Maitland? What has Maitland-Niles done wrong? Maitland-Niles must be sitting there thinking, I should have gone to Wolves in the summer. What am I here for? I can't oh, get yeah. ahead of Cedric in the games. I can't get ahead of Bellerin. I might as well go in. I can't get in midfield. I need to go. And I think you know, that's a player there who would give 110%. And that, that worries me. I don't like to see that. Go on, Soph. Sorry.
3: Every every team needs an Maitland-Niles. And I've compared Absolutely. him before to Phil Neville. And Warren, I'd love to know your take on this because I've spoken to Casey about it before as well. But Dan... You know, you and I've talked a lot about he's the he's become the you know the jack of all trades and master of none. He's a midfielder by origin. He he deputizes much better when he plays at right back. He was squeezed into that left back role yesterday. He was set up to fail, but every team needs a Maitland-Niles, a player that can play in various positions and come in when injuries happen, especially when you have a thin squad or you're a transitioning squad. And it feels like he's one of those players that has been that Arteta's not convinced about. So he didn't let him go, you guys, but yet he didn't and hasn't really used him yet. And then when he does use him in one of the first games that he gets to start, he puts him in a position where he sets him up to fail. Those are the things that bug me about Arteta. It's not that I don't think he can be a great manager in the long term, but sometimes he tries to fit square pegs in round holes, a little bit like Pep Guardiola's arrogance that we saw cost them a Champions League spot last season. Let's be honest, that semi-final. Pep Guardiola completely, completely screwed that team up. They were on fire. You know, they were the favourites to go through and he made some really dodgy choices. And I feel like Arteta has a little bit of that in him.
2: I bring up I... two points. You said, on, sorry, I'll just quickly there. He's better looking than Phil Neville.
3: So that's the first point.
2: (laughs) My second point, I'll just go back to myself. You know, we had a guy called Aaron Hughes that was coming through at Newcastle and we was playing a game. And so Bobby Robson said to me, your experience, go and play on the left. You can work it out. Let the kid come out on the right and go. And we just need to get through because I want to give him some games. He should have done that with Bellerin. Bellerin's had enough games to go and play on the left. Nate, the moles, you're coming back. Like Kev said, you've had four or five games out. You're not going to a comfort zone where you can play the game and see it. If I need to change it at halftime, time I do it. But he didn't. He's left Bellerin out there. Bellerin's good enough, I think, tactically to, to work out that he can play on the left. So that's what I would have done. Are you mate.
1: sure?
2: <laughs> hey, hey, hold on a minute, Warren. Are you
1: sure? He's barely doing it on the right, mate. But you had no options then. You had no Look, options. Cedric. Cedric could play left-back. Cedric played, Cedric. played yeah. there for, for Portugal. He, he can, he can <laughs> play right or left-back. I, I think our problem is, Maitland, he should have Niles. played
3: left-back the other night, Cedric. He should yeah, have yeah, but this yeah. is what I'm saying. Maitland-Niles, yeah.
1: Maitland, Maitland Niles, uh, maybe he's just trying to get him a game. Do you know you what can't I mean? do that
2: at Arsenal. I'm going to get you a game. <laughs> you no, can't... but but yeah, you saying, think but... about it.
1: You think yeah. about it, Warren. He played at Everton, against mm-hmm. Everton. He was our best player by a country mile, mm-hmm. Maitland-Niles. At right back. At right back. Right back.
2: But I'm Playing right back then. Uh, get Biller but, right now but, and playing right
1: back. But then, Warren, we don't see him until... Until yes, until yeah, the yeah. until you know the the game. It's crazy until last night. It's crazy, and he's playing left
3: back. Warren, I I'd like Arsenal to look at Araujo. Not a lot of these guys know about Araujo from uh, LA Galaxy. The young guy, the right back. Spurs are actually looking at him right now. And you know, Dan, you were talking earlier about transfers and goalkeeper versus a creative player, and a creative player is obviously someone that you know, we need. But you look at Zach Steffen right now at Manchester City backing up Edison. He's the uh, American goalkeeper as well. There's a lot of talent in this country, especially goalkeepers, by the way, that you can do some really good business. But there are some interesting players, a lot more um, talented than I think Araujo is much more talented than Almiron, who left from Atlanta He was Atlanta, right, Warren? Mm -hmm. To go to Newcastle. Yeah. So, you know, I just think we need to be smart. And look what we did with Martinelli. We bought that we bought him for eight million. We could sell him now for fifty. You know, so this is (laughs) <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> this has always been my argument, though. I'm not even asking Arsenal to go and spend 70 million again, yeah, unless mm-hmm. it's on a player that's proper, like a Jack Grealish or someone like that, yeah, that's going to just walk into the side. I am more than happy if we go and get somebody like a Martinelli or even a Gwendouzi when he came with six, seven million pounds and looked like to improve us. I think players like that who were coming in that's younger that can do that just be that spark for us. I think where we're at now is we do kind of need that big player. We do need that Bruno Fernandes that Man United bought last January to then push them on. I think that's where we're at. We are lacking that. Because if you buy another Smith Rowe, then you've got Mm -hmm. two Smith Rows. You Mm -hmm. need somebody to help Smith Rowe in that position. So for last night, he has a bad game because he's man marked That's the time to say, look, you've come in. Now we put in that whoever it be. And I think for me, that that's what we have lacked for so, so long. Now we need four or five players. Of course we do. We ain't going to do that in January. I think we're going to see some more outgoings before we see incomings in terms of Ozil and Socrates and potentially somebody else. But I think in terms of us, something coming in, it needs to be something special now to take us forward because we are 11th for a reason. Do you know what I mean? The table does not lie. We need something in that final third. And last night we did not have it. So Casey, I'll come to you on this one the window. We're halfway through it. Do we, you think we have the ability to get that one player in to lift the side, like Bruno Fernandes did for Manchester United?
1: No, great, great example. <laughs> uh, no, we don't, because we, we we don't we don't have the money, and we have to we have to get people out to lighten the burden on the wage bill because it's a balancing act at Arsenal right now, and hence why. A lot of the time, Arsenal didn't go for the big so-called bigger name managers because they would have wanted a transfer kitty because it's their reputation on the line. So, look, w- yeah, we 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 are in tr- we are in transition. We have to move and shake a bit. There are some good players out there, and there are some poss- potentially some good business to be done. It might be loan, it might be loan players, but do you know what? I'd rather get people in on loan to have a look at them first.
2: Mm. I look at, say, what Sir Alex would do sometimes and, you know, whether it's and a little bit like Ollie's done now with and Marino did it with Slatan, got him as a stopgap, a personality, a figure that's going to say, don't worry about it, coach on the field. I'm going to deal with this lot, you know, and when you go through with someone, you know, like Edison Cavani that's gone to United, I know he's been in and out of the team, but he's got a presence about him when he plays. People respect him. Maybe he hasn't got the legs. I'm just thinking for Arsenal, I mean, look what Slatan's done in AC Milan. You know, I'm not killing saying... It.
0: Absolutely so kidding it.
2: He might it. have not been someone... I mean, I know Arsenal, you want to go a bit more forward and you want to start bringing in players for the future, et cetera. But maybe look at someone that can come in and be that phenomenon. It doesn't necessarily have to be a young age or, a, you know, a, a big a, a, a player in the prime of his career. It could be an experienced player that just needs a little bit of life to get away from somewhere. to have a two years, I mean... My problem Warren, is don't Warren, don't Chicago, start all Chelsea. that, Warren. Don't start all that. As long as it's when not Diego Luis, Costa,
1: when we get Louise <laughs> and William in the experience, exactly hell, it don't work out. Arsenal <laughs> fans go on meltdown, Warren. Uh, but Kev, um,
3: you just said you just said about not having money and money, contracts yeah. and stuff, and we went and handed this mega contract to a who's thirty-one years old, and this mega contract to William who's thirty-two years old, and you want to sit yeah. there and talk about not having money. We keep mismanaging no, the bloody hold money. Minute. Hold
1: on a minute. W- what is the transfer fee that Arsenal paid? It for doesn't matter. Players? We're still paying. But no, no, but that's what you don't understand. It does matter. No,
3: but you're talking about freeing up money, and it doesn't matter if it's transfer or what you're paying someone no, every no, single what I'm week. Saying, You've got seventy-five. We've got Sophie Ozil on three fifty. We've got Mbappe on three sixty. Sophie.
1: If you're going to get one of these experienced players like Warren talks about, you are not going to get them for nothing. They're going to cost you an arm and a leg. And we're trying to get one of or two of them out of the club.
3: We have a billionaire right owner who doesn't put his hand in his own pocket. Well, well, that's another, building, that's another argument. Here in LA.
1: That is another argument. What, we, what the question was... Do we go and do business? No, but and the answer
3: we- you gave was, we need yes. to free up money. We don't have the money, and we went and gave yes. all this money to no. aging players. It's,
1: no, but no, it's not that wages money is different to transfer money because once you pay buy, buy somebody in the transfer market, you still have to pay them.
3: It's I the thought difference. we were just talking about money, whether it's transfer or what we're paying them every week, because we no, need to I'm, make saying, I'm if we, saying we've got we to get
1: people off the wage bill. That's what I said,
3: but I we added make- more six. We added more to the wage bill with players like no, Willian. No, but we've got to get people out. We've got to get people out. That's but, what I'm saying. KC, we've got to get. We're Arsenal Football Club, right? We, we, we don't got matter cards. who we are. We've we got. Gave, to cut we our gave, we, gave we used to shop figures. at Harrods. We gave six figures. We gave all Solfie. these players Solfie. all these Solfie.
1: contracts. Sophie, we used to shop at Harrods. We shop at Lidl now.
3: Mr. Yeah, Byright. Mr. Kev, 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 really.
1: Kev,
2: Kev, you said it as well. There are some good players out there for cheap. I think Premier League, and it's not just Arsenal. I think they get lazy. They get lazy. They don't look around. They don't do their homework. They don't find out about these people. They think, we'll get William. We'll give him X amount. He's on the free. What we're saying at the moment, Arsenal haven't got that money. So maybe someone on a free transfer, pay a wages for one year. So you're not mm-hmm. tied to him for two or three years. Get him in for one year to bridge over that gap. To then help the younger players have another year under their belt, and they might be ready to go on. I mean, again, not saying it, but Cantona, when he went United, he was there for a reason. And then, obviously, when are the younger fledgins coming? I know, I know what you're going to say, Warren. Again, Warren, there's Warren. got to be some logic behind what you're trying to do. No, I
1: understand, Warren, but who do you get? This is it's a lottery. Let's be honest. What well, if you a do lottery. your homework? Not if you. Do, no, yeah, your you do your homework, fly, but it's still it. a lottery. It's still a lottery. That's that's the problem. It is still a lottery because a Cantona when you're spending comes around
3: one million. It's a lottery. Fifty-something million on who? Anyone just spending anything. It shouldn't be a lottery. It should be methodical. It should, hold it's... on, hold on, Sophie. Andriy Sevchenko, who was that, the top striker in Europe,
1: that, that's a lottery we all lost on. So he, <laughs> he went to Chelsea and couldn't do it. So, Andriy Sevchenko. He was yeah. the top striker in Europe. They spent a King's ransom and he couldn't do it. So, so did Fena-
3: Fernando Torres couldn't do it either. He went from Liverpool no, to Chelsea. Is,
1: but this is the point. So whether you spend the
3: money or you don't... It is it is- a lottery when you're betting on Torres and the seasons he had at Liverpool to buy him at Chelsea? That's not a lottery. That's a smart move. He's he the one... But never done it. Did. Yeah, but, but he's... He never done it. It's not Chelsea's fault, though. No, but it's... The,
1: the point of the matter is... If you're talking about getting a player in for one season, he's got to hit the ground running, or else you you, you might as well put that money down the drain. That's if you, he don't hit
2: the ground. But but you know, someone like Slatan, uh, Edison, Cavani, that their pedigree of what they've done for the last fifteen years gives you an educated guess that they're going to be pretty good for a year. You, you think you, you're, yeah, I'm yeah, going to take Warren, my chance, or do you yeah, go Warren, and spend? Yeah, Maybe. but Warren, let's
1: have it right. Let's have it right here. You ain't getting Zlatan because Italian football suits him. Edison Cavani can't get into Manchester United's team.
2: But are they a better team when he plays for them? No, they're not. You
1: don't? No, they're not. Oh, oh, KC,
3: okay. come what, on.
1: Edison
2: Cavani makes
1: Manchester United better than Marshall, Rashford and them guys. No chance. Edison
3: Cavani think... is a good sub. i just going to let Warren answer this one. You don't He's a think good sub. Edison
2: Cavani is a better fit down the middle than Martial.
3: Listen,
1: I've just said it. Manchester United are better without Edison Cavani starting. He's better coming off the bench for me.
3: Okay. Yeah, but he still improves them. He still helps them.
1: What? 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 Don't you understand about their better team
2: with him on the bench? <laughs> what? what? Well, they're better. are better team when, came, better team Come when comes on. off the bench and they yeah, win. So Exactly, that's right. that. right. the point. Thanks, you, Warren. Thanks, Kevin. I know you agree
1: so, with me. Oh, Ian. Jesus, <laughs> man. These, where'd you <laughs> get these two from, Dad? I uh,
0: know, man. I know. This is this is great debate, man. I'm loving United it. United are top since
2: Cavani
3: arrived. Thank you. Uh, you're go. how, how, many, how many games has he started? He's come off the bench a few times. I don't know. How many games has he started? But that's not <laughs> the point. Just, the point is is No, no, is the, no in... it is the point. No, no it's Warren not. Said, Present.
1: Warren said, hold on a minute, and you tell me if I'm wrong, Dan. Warren said, get a player like Cantona or Zlatan for a season to come in and see it through. Not from the bench.
3: No, I, it doesn't matter. Him. He didn't specify no, that, but you're the, one, you're the one You're that specified that, not Warren. No, 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 no,
1: Warren said that. I didn't say that. Warren said that. You just you said,
3: said it. You just said it, <laughs> mate. You kept it generic, but you're the one that was saying he had to stop. Warren never said any, any such uh, Warren thing. Warren said, I've already told you what Warren said. You've got to be like a cancer now.
2: I and uh, I just and, a, and I the Zlatan. What was the question? All right? <laughs> and there you go.
1: And there you go. You know what? So let's, let's get... I ain't even worried because <laughs> I know
3: finding a player
1: like that is hard.
3: Yeah, as long as we don't bring in Diego Costa, I'm fine. Oh man, No, no okay. let's not
0: do that. Let's just not right. do but that. Hold on. Why,
3: what, no. why? Hold on. Why? Why, Sophie? Why? I wouldn't. Why? I wouldn't. What's he done at Atletico since he's been back? No, no, no. It doesn't matter. Warren said Shall about one and... season. One season, remember, a player who's no. done it. Warren, I'm
1: not.
0: I'm not into this has been situation. No, you, come
3: on. Would you do it, Warren? Diego Costa is very different as Zlatan. And would you do it, Warren? Zlatan. Yeah, at this moment.
1: Yeah.
2: Looking at Arsenal. Yeah. I, I'd give it a go for six months. I
1: there just think go. we have. Oh, hold so on! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Sophie, that, that went quiet. You've gone quiet, love. Quiet.
3: Listen, love. All right, my dear. I've gone quiet. You know why? Because that is a rancid signing. If Arsenal Football Club want to move up, move forward and go into a new era with Mikel Arteta, the last thing they need is Diego freaking Costa. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I have to agree, man. I, I, I don't want any has-beens. I've seen enough Williams, Louises, Kalstrom's, and uh, all these players. Uh, Oi,
1: you know all
3: you got We're ending up
1: like this.
0: Mr. Byron. By
3: the way, way, right. way Newcastle new now. He's
1: a red herring now. He's Newcastle now. You know that. There boy, we go. Pulling the pin and throwing it in now. now. You know boy, we couldn't
3: even sign Jamie Vardy. I'll take Jamie Vardy over Diego Costa any day.
1: Jamie Vardy didn't
2: want to come. We so, can convince him. Remember that?
1: No, remember get, that. Jamie Vardy didn't even want to come to the Arsenal. Because the king this of Leicester true.
0: now. This is true. And you know what? He would probably say that it's worked out in his favour, yeah. to be fair to Jamie Vardy. So let's move on. We've got another few minutes left. I wanted to go into Newcastle. Um... Warren, let's come to you. This is a strange one for me, this Newcastle situation, because I don't know many Newcastle fans, but the ones that I do see on Twitter are all kind of giving Steve Bruce out. We've had enough. Uh, We've lost to Sheffield United now. Is that a bit harsh? Has it been that bad? Or, I mean, what's been going on for Newcastle this season, Warren? Is he
2: there?
3: We froze That's him. We literally we, froze we Warren. I think when time. Steve at
2: the beginning of the season bought Wilson, Fraser, <laughs> uh, Lewis. Yeah. So, so I think it's, you know, when he brought these players in, as I said, Wilson, uh, Fraser, these ones that give it a little bit of a lift. It's the style of football. You know, you, you touched on what Arsenal are going through and the expectations. And unfortunately, with the history of Arsenal, you talk about the Invincibles and winning titles and winning cups. Newcastle. Go back to the times of being in the Champions League and, and obviously going for titles against Manchester United. So there's a little bit of baggage that go.
0: His Wi Fi struggling now, isn't it? It's the
3: heat in Southern California, it's so yeah, hot it's, here it's today. The, sunshine, it's isn't it? the sunshine's just, you know. Warren be. was bragging about the pool earlier, so it's so all we'll come back to bite him. Yeah, it has
0: come back to bite. Let's come to you, so first, uh, Steve Bruce. I- I've always had a little bit of respect for Steve Bruce. I think he gets a bit of a hard time, personally. I don't think he's as bad as people say. I think he's quite a good manager. I think he's had quite good successes with a few clubs. He's got teams into the Premier League, kept teams in the Premier League. What What's your opinion on Newcastle going into this game? Because I thought the other night, personally... I mean, they if Andy Carroll had his shooting boots on, we would have been out of the FA Cup. So I don't think they're as bad as, as some are making out, if I'm honest mm. with you.
3: Um, I, I think the game against Sheffield United was probably the rock bottom for them this season. And the only way is up from that. Uh, and as good as, as bad as Carroll's shooting boots were, Leno's saving gloves were the ones that kept us in that. You're absolutely right. Last time we lost to Newcastle um, in the league was, I think in 2018. And before that, we hadn't lost to them um, since 2010. Uh, In the Cup, it's been a little bit different over the years. We've had some really good history with Newcastle when we played them in the Cup and stuff. In the league, we've pretty much owned them over the last few years. Steve Bruce, for me, is one of those managers. If we're going to give Mikel Arteta a pass for inheriting a mess, how can you not give Steve Bruce a pass for inheriting a mess? Newcastle United is a Um, dysfunctional family of the highest order, dysfunctional business, dysfunctional owner. Um, They have been the type of club where if someone came in and did buy them, they're like that sleeping giant with some money infused. I think they could go on a bit of a trophy run like Chelsea and City, but it would take a world-class manager. It would take huge investments to overhaul that team and bring in certain players. But when it comes to uh, fans and the type of club. They're the most relevant, irrelevant club. Does that make sense? Mm. They, their fans have this grandeur about who they are but that's only because of how close they've come. They've had Shearer, Ginnola, Aspria, Kevin Keegan. They should have won. Warren will tell you when he comes back on. He To this day, he'll talk about how gutted he is that they never won the league that year. I mean, he was there the night where Liverpool beat um, Newcastle 4-3 in that match. And so this is a team that has promised so much and delivered very little. And every manager that comes into it, I think has a huge task, you guys, to pull off what, fans expectations are and I think sometimes Newcastle fans expectations are way higher than than they should be and Rafa Benitez showed that he performed miracles for a few for the few years that that he was there but I don't think you can blame Steve Bruce for the mess that they're in can you blame him for the style of football they're playing yes but as a club they're just dysfunctional and I don't know if that's going to change without a new owner
0: I think you're right. I was just going to say it comes back to us in some similarities to the owner because we've got an owner that everybody wants out. Of course, But Newcastle were in the same boat and I have a lot of time for Newcastle fans. I think they're passionate. I love the fact they're always in the stadium. I love the fact that they're they're giving it all their their singing and stuff like that in terms of their passion. I look at the side and the quality of the side and I think in some respects and a majority of the respects, It's a championship side. So I think personally, Steve Bruce is doing an okay job. I thought Rafa Benitez worked wonders and I'd still be a manager that I would take at Arsenal. And I do believe that what Steve Bruce has done has been okay. I appreciate they don't want to be losing to Sheffield United, of course, but they went down to uh, 10 men and it was a, a bit of an unfortunate way to lose the game. KC, Roy Hodgson implemented some tactics which made it very hard for us last night. I don't see Steve Bruce doing that. Have we got a better chance of beating Newcastle on the Monday night because of that reason?
1: Well, we don't know what he's going to do. And now they need a result. Don't they? They need they If they could come and get a point, then they would be delighted getting a point. So we've got to be, we've got to be very careful how, how we approach it. And we've got to make sure we're, we're at the top of our game because they're going to make life difficult for us. That's, that's for sure. I think Steve Bruce does get a rough, rough ride sometimes. Sometimes they look, Again, where they are and who they are, they're not a they're a big club in, in kind of stature, but they're not a big club in what they've done. Mm-hmm. And the players that they have, they've only just really started to upgrade with a Callum Wilson and Fraser and, and these type of guys coming in. So they, they, you know, they're not a great Premier League side. So they're on 19 points, they're sitting in 15th position. Do you reckon Steve Bruce is going to keep him up? I think he will. And I think that's a job, that's a job well done. So I don't know. I don't know what Newcastle fans they say, you know, oh, we, we want a team who, who are gonna fight. But they're fighting. They are mm. fighting. And the the likes of Newcastle, listen, Sheffield United were always gonna win a game. <laughs> they were always gonna win a game sometime. Yeah. And it just so happened that you know Newcastle got a player sent off, and then you know they, they end up winning the game. But Newcastle Newcastle are not anywhere near it, if we're honest. They're, they're, they're way off it. And they are a mid-to-bottom level club. They are right now.
0: I think so and, and I agree with you Casey I think Steve Bruce will keep him up if they stick with him I actually like what they've done Newcastle with some of the youngsters that are born and bred in Newcastle that are coming the Longstaff brothers mm-hmm. it! I think they've looked at giving Carl Dahl a going goal who apparently has been their player of the season um, I've always been a fa- fan of Jamal Sells at the back I think he's a commanding centre half that would be great uh, for for a team in, in the top six so I look at that situation and think maybe it isn't so bad at Newcastle with some of the fans are saying Ryan Fraser and Callum Wilson are two good sides it hasn't worked out for Almiron and Joe Linton, but it has. It looks like it could work out for Fraser and Wilson. So I'm a huge fan of, of, of what they are trying to do. I just don't think it's always coming off for them. And I think that Newcastle should appreciate that they haven't had 700 million that they've wasted and spent. If you look at Fulham or Villa at what they've spent on players in the last couple of seasons, even Brighton, they have spent way more and they're not that far, much further ahead of Newcastle. Mm. So I think you have to give Steve Bruce some, some credit. A lot of people gave him like six months in the job when he came. I don't really think that he's been as bad as people are saying, but let's turn this back around to us to work out this game on Monday night, because as far as I'm concerned, so let's come with you Thomas party, Gabriel. Martinelli, Tierney, Pablo Marie,
3: if they are fit, they have to play, don't they? 100%. Absolutely. You, he now has to start playing our best players when they are fit. We are now into the almost final act of the season. And there's a lot going on in football right now. We're seeing games postponed. We're seeing more COVID tests coming through. Uh, the challenges are greater. Um, you know, there's fatigue involved. There was a short season and so it's not easy, but in this final run, we've got to play our best players when they're fit. And it was good to see Thomas party come back. If he's fit, he plays for me. There's a a handful of players, Tierney, Martinelli, Saka, ESR, Gabrielle, when they're fit, they play everyone else. Uh, For me, Lacazette right now has to play down the middle and I would bench Yang and give him a bit of a, a timeout and see how he rises to the occasion. If he can come on off the bench and affect the game, I don't care if you're the highest paid player or you were the best player last season. What is it you're doing for the team right now? And he's not contributing to the team right now. So I'm more than happy to see him maybe come off the bench, get a goal, get some confidence, get into the groove of things. It's just not working out for him. And Lacazette plays better with the younger players as well. There's this energy about him when he does. So, yeah, um, we have to start our best players now when they're fit. No doubt about it. If we're going to push to get higher up the table and I would love to win the Europa League.
0: Well, listen, I think all of our eggs need to go into that basket now. I look at the league table and I just think after last night, I'm still sitting there thinking, you know, if we would have won last night, there would have been some Arsenal fans out there that thought we could have got top four. I don't think we've got any chance of getting top four this season. We've got a great chance of doing something in a cup competition because we proved that we can be a cup team in the FA Cup. Now, the Europa League is going to be a different kettle of fish to the FA Cup. Yes, it's over two legs, it's different competition and there's going to be harder opposition uh, in Europe. I just feel personally now that that is our target. If we get into that Europa League, we get Champions League football. And I don't even want Champions League because we can be financially secure. I hate when people say that. I want Champions League because we're competing with the best. We moved to Emirates, apparently, to compete with Barcelona and Bayern Munich, not Burnley and Bournemouth. Yeah. So let's make sure that we can do that by getting ourselves back into the best competitions. We might go out, of course, but we're competing with the very best. And that's what we all want to see. So, Casey, my question to you is two. First of all, one of them is a little bit of a strange one. The other one is similar to Sophie. In terms of the players that are fit, surely we have to play our best uh, team on Monday night. But the other question I've got to you is this one. I spoke to Lee Judges and we had a bit of a chat about this. And we were laughing to ourselves and giggling because Pablo Marie was not in the squad last night because the rumour has it that if he plays another game, we have to owe Flamengo £1 million more million
1: You have to pay him.
0: We have to pay him. So are we keeping Pablo Marie out of the team for non footballing reasons, like people no. said about Urzil to save a million pounds and waiting for the Ozil's and Socrates to leave before we can then afford to pay to Flamengo? Or is no. that just nonsense?
1: No, I don't think so. No, no chance. I don't think so. But but we're gonna find out on we're gonna find out on Monday, aren't we? We're gonna find out on Monday to see whether he's in the team or whether he's in the squad. Because at the end of the day, look, fans will say things like this. You know, we've we've got a we've got a instalment to pay of a million quid if he hits a certain amount of games. But I don't think Arsenal are going to be worried about that. Arsenal, Arsenal should uh, should be, and I, I believe will be worried about winning the game. I honestly do. So if he's if he's given him a little rest, uh, and obviously maybe had a little knock or something pretty much similar to Tierney, which is great that it wasn't as bad as first thought. If they're fit. Obviously they play. If it ain't broken, you know, you don't try to fix it. So fingers crossed, it does um he does play on, on Monday and we get another win because, you know, he played against Newcastle and that, that him and Holden looked pretty good together at the back.
0: Would you play? Would you continue with Pablo Marin holding, or does Gabriel have to come in? I think that's a great question because it's, a, it's the only position I feel that has got competition for places. Everyone else just walks straight back in. I feel at the centre back position there, I'm not a huge lover of Rob holding. I'm not holding my hands up. A lot of people are saying he's like the next best thing. I just don't see it. I see a lot of mistakes in his game still. Last night, I just didn't see him really win any headers when he's the centre half. It's kind of what you need to be doing. Um, but for me, I would go with Pablo Marie and Gabriel. And they're both left-footed. I get that. But we've seen Vidic and Ferdinand both be right-footed. Torre and Campbell. Adam's exactly, CEO. Exactly. You know, I don't think that matters. Adam's and so, bold.
1: Yeah. yeah, again, people only say left-footers because you don't usually see it. Left-footer defenders, central defenders have played together. And they can they play together? Of course they can play together. 100% they could play together. Actually, it might make the, the build-up play from the back a bit better.
3: And because Gabriel's the got, the pace. Yeah. He's got the pace to back up um, Murray, Murray. Uh, who yeah. doesn't. And, you know, if you're looking at, to me, if you've got Tierney, Gabriel, Pablo, and a really good right back, I act, we need to be in the right back business. We also need the backup left back. I was actually hoping that we would have got uh, Gostas Tsimikas from Olympiacos um, mm. in the summer, but he ended up at Liverpool. And, and, you know, we saw how well he played against us in Europa League. So if you can now, the CB position, Rob Holding's a smart signing to keep. Let's be fair to him. He's done pretty well this year when he's been asked to come in and he's done pretty well when he's been asked to come in big games. Has he made mistakes? Yes. Is he a world-class defender? no. But he you just need players to do their job. And as well as having world class players, sometimes you just need those. Bill Belichick, New England Patriots, his philosophy, just do your job. That's all he says to his team before they go out. And Rob Holding tries as much as anyone to just do his job. He could have nicked it for us with a header yesterday. He needs to be a little bit better at stuff like that. But to have him to come in, Dan, I don't think that's such a bad option, especially as he's maturing. And that position definitely has a latter maturation. Um, we saw him play alongside Murtisaka smartly against Pablo Mari smartly. Why? Because they're not pacey footballers, but they're brain footballers. And he's learned from that. And I think he's improved from that. But I think you always have to start your two best. And that would be Gabriel and, um, and Pablo Mari.
0: Yeah, Daniel, the blind gooner has agreed and said that Gabriel has to come back into the team. Rob Holden is not good enough, he says. I think personally, there are aspects of his game which need improving. He's 25 years old, I believe. He's not had an England cap or not got near that. So I think personally, if you were to say to me, he's going to be our center back for the future, I wouldn't be too happy. However, I agree with what Sophie's saying. And I do feel personally that he has got a place in the squad. A little bit like when people were talking about Mohamed Elneny coming in and doing nothing. You don't want Mohamed Neni starting every week. Absolutely no. not. But you have him in your squad because he keeps the ball and he keeps it simple. That's absolutely fine for me to be in a 25 man squad. I don't want him playing in my first 11 at all. Let's do some predictions then. Um, for the Monday night. KC will come to you. Arsenal versus Newcastle. What do you think the score is gonna be,
1: sir? 2-0 Arsenal. I I believe we're gonna we're gonna get back on the horse and uh, we're gonna win this game 2-0. Uh,
0: 2-0 to the Arsenal. Sof let's come to you. I
3: think we'll I think we'll concede one, maybe. I I think they have this I don't know. I think three-one. I fancy three-one. And I think as, as long as Lacazette starts, I think he could get a brace and um, I fancy us in this one and uh, hopefully we can, you know, and I think Thomas Party will play and I'm excited to see what difference that makes to the team again because it feels like we haven't seen him in so long.
0: Mm, I totally agree. Do you know what? It's so hard to, have predictions at the moment because we are predicting what we think the side's going to be. Last night, I thought Arsenal would win 2-0. I expected to see the same Arsenal team that played against West Brom. We didn't see that. And all of a sudden, you get deflated. If he plays the team I expect him to play, I think it will be very tight. I think Newcastle will be defending for their lives. They need to take something from this game. But I think we're just going to have too much for them. I don't think we're going to have too much. I'm going to go for a 1-0 Arsenal victory. I think we'll nick it 1-0 to the Arsenal old school and we'll take the three points that we so desperately need. You know, I think personally that all of our eggs should go into the Europa League. However, we ain't playing that yet. So let's concentrate game by game at the moment with the league because we're not looking until February until the Europa League, are we, when that starts playing again? So at the moment, we have to take every game game by game. We're on a nice run. It's not looking fantastic in terms of the football, but I think personally... We will have enough for Newcastle and it will be 1-0. It's the games after that, Sophie, that I'm worried about, if I'm honest with you. The United, it's the Villas, the Wolves. It's Let's, not worry, the Let's you know? not worry about that. Let's not worry
1: about that right
3: now. Let's you know worry what? about I actually, Newcastle first. I'll tell I, you. I actually think we'll go into Arsenal mode, which is you know February kicks in, late February, early March, and we like to go on these runs where we yeah. win like 10 in a row for the rest of the season where it doesn't really matter. But it this season, it might matter because the Premier League is so unpredictable. Look We're at what's happening.
1: Off. We're eight points. And by the way, the game on Monday is halfway point.
3: Right. Halfway yeah, is, point it on it Monday.
1: Hot. It's a lot of football left. I'm telling you. There was...
3: Also, Dan, so. I just got a text from Warren. He's having some internet issues, but he got a message to me and he said that he just really enjoyed being on the show, a lot of fun, and he's really sorry that he can't hop back on. So just I, I to know, I know what happened, know.
1: Sophie. As, as just... soon as he mentioned Diego Costa, <laughs> you bounced him out.
3: I cut his internet off. <laughs> yeah,
1: you bounced him out. Love it, darling. Love it.
0: <laughs> that is what it is. Listen, guys, it has been a pleasure. Um, Absolutely brilliant. Thank you to Warren for coming on. Sophie, thank you. And thank you, Casey. Um, It's been a pleasure to have all three of you on. It really has. Are you over on the Highbury squad, like literally now?
3: We're literally going to go over. So if anyone wants to come join us, you can uh, hit us up at the Highbury squad. Yeah.
0: Everyone in the chat, there's over, well, there was over 300 of you at one stage. I want all of those 300 people to come over to the hybrid squad, listen to Sophie and Kevin talk about the club that we all love some more. Um, Thank you to everyone in the chat. Sophie, thank you so much, darling.
3: Oh, you're welcome, Dan. You're a rock star. And I love the show and you, the, all the gang at Same Old Arsenal. We're always happy to... to we're going to do... Well, maybe I won't say it yet because Craig and I have been talking about something. So we'll save that. We can let cool. people know what we might
0: be doing during the international break yes, we love the show we love the hybrid squad and uh, we always welcome on the same old so as we do super Kevin Campbell KC thank you so much for tonight mate
1: Well, oh, love it hey Dan as always great love to, love, love to come on love to debate and have some passion especially with my pod sister up there you know <laughs> always great mate and Warren I know Warren's a wind up I've known him since I was like five years old no, that little bugger him. so uh <laughs> so thanks Sophie for cutting him off and hey host with the host with the most on the same old Arsenal thank you very much Dan
0: no thank you both thank you Warren cheers absolutely enjoyed it and thank you everyone for joining us thanks for everyone in the chat please don't forget to go over to the hybrid squad and listen to more of Sophie and Casey until next time up the Arsenal
3: Sports Social Podcast Network
1: Step into the world of power loyalty